Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast and if you're new here, welcome. So it feels like forever since I've sat down to record an episode when in reality it's only been about a week, but the vibes of today are very, very cozy. It's currently raining outside, I'm in my coziest outfit, I'm recording from bed and I think I'm going to make soup for dinner tonight. So I'm very much fall grilling right now and I wanted to keep that same energy in today's episode, keep it very cozy and chill and just catch up with you all and share what I've been doing lately in terms of preparing for the new year, how I plan on staying balanced during the holidays. I have a ton of journal prompts and a few tips to share with you all. So definitely get a pen and a journal out. Before we get into today's episode though, I do have a simple yet amazing productivity tip for you that I actually applied today. And I think this is a great tip for those days whenever you're in a mindset or a mood where you just aren't feeling motivated or inspired, or maybe it's a day like today where it's raining outside and it's cold and you just want to lay in bed but you have to get things done so one thing that I did today that really helped was asking myself what can I do to make this experience this day or this task more cozy or more enjoyable for me now I'm using the word cozy because Today, that's what I'm craving. I'm craving coziness, I'm craving comfort, but for you it could be what can you do to make your task or your day more inspiring, more exciting, more fun. So this was me today. I wasn't feeling motivated. I wasn't feeling that inspired. I wanted to stay in bed, but I needed to sit down and record this week's episode. And one thing that I realized is that sometimes it's not the thing that we dread doing, but more so the vibe around it that makes us not want to do something. And sometimes that's not the case either. Sometimes we dread doing the task at hand, but what I mean is before I ask myself this question of what can I do to make this task and this day more enjoyable, the reason why I did not want to record an episode today was because one, I just got back from traveling. I unexpectedly started my period a few days early, which completely threw me off in terms of my schedule and I'm tired and I just want to relax but I knew that this is something that I have to get done this week. So I thought to myself, why don't I want to do this? And it's because aside from being tired and all that, it's it was mainly due to the fact that I had this perspective that I had to be quote unquote on for the podcast and I had to be in work mode and provide something of super high value to you all. And I just don't have the energy for that right now. I don't have much to give. I'm on a 20% and so the thought of having to be on and provide some sort of value to you all was dreadful if I'm completely honest. So I thought, okay, I know that I have to do this. It's not something that I can work around or put off till next week. I have to get this done this week. So that is when the question came up of what can I do to make this day or this task of recording an episode a more cozy experience for me? The answer that I got was I could one, get into super cozy and comforting clothes, which I am currently in. I am in some sweatpants and I'm also wearing my Lululemon pullover dupe that I got on Amazon and it is honestly my favorite purchase that I've made on Amazon so far. And I also thought I could make my workspace a little bit more cozy and comforting and instead of working from my desk, I can record for my bed and that's what I'm doing. I have a candle going on, I have my blanket and I'm very, very comfortable right now. 
Another way that I could make this task more cozy is I could choose to create a really cozy chill episode that is not that serious or super informational. Like obviously I want to provide value for you all, but I can still make it something that's more on the chill side. And so once I asked myself this question and I came out with these resolutions, it instantly shifted my perspective around having to record the episode and having to sit down and do this. And instead of feeling like I don't want to do this, now I actually feel excited to record this week's episode. And so I thought I'd share this with you because it was really, really helpful for me because when I tell you this was the last thing I wanted to do today and the fact that I'm actually excited to show up and record... I know that it can be very helpful in shifting your perspective whenever you are feeling unmotivated or uninspired. Thought I'd share that with you. It was very, very helpful. And before we get into today's episode, if you are interested in having more of this type of content in your life, be sure to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you are into lifestyle, wellness, personal growth related content, you can find more of that on there and the links to that will be in my show notes. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. So I wanted to share how I'm planning to stay balanced during this holiday season and I just want to put out a little disclaimer that this is not about not enjoying myself or restricting myself in any way. For me, this is about how can I still enjoy myself, still eat good, still spend time with family and friends and do all of the holiday stuff and not feel like crap afterwards and that's what this all comes down to is how I want to feel. Personally, I'm okay with not being productive or staying fully on track with all of my goals. I've learned not to be so hard on myself and to give myself space to enjoy life and slow down a bit. It's more so how I'm impacted in terms of how I feel that really, really gets to me. I don't know what it is when I travel or during the holiday season. I just really fall into these bad habits that leave me feeling like absolute crap and it takes me a long time to get back to feeling good. I really want to avoid feeling awful during the holiday season but still enjoy the good food and the good things that happen during this time and the tips that I'm about to share with you I actually already applied last week while I was visiting home and it really really changed my experience for the better so for those of you who are new here I'm born and raised in California and I just moved to Arizona about a year ago which is very very crazy to me and just a side note next week I plan on doing a things I've learned since moving to a new state kind of episode. This last year was very challenging and I feel like I experienced so much growth and the lessons that I've come to learn. My first year in living in a new state, I feel like it can be applied to anyone regardless if you're moving to a new city or state, just life lessons in general. But as I was saying, I went back home last week to visit family and friends and you can actually check out a mini recap of how it went on my Instagram. But going back home for me is a very complex experience. I don't always feel my best because I'm 
completely off my routines. Maybe I'm not eating as well or I'm not getting as much movement and I'm not practicing those daily habits that help me to feel my best. And so while I'm enjoying time with my family or my vacation, I'm also not feeling good internally. And then when I come back home, I'm just dead. So going into my trip back home, I knew that I wanted to set some intentions and make sure that I was practicing daily habits that would help me to remain balanced and feel my best even while on vacation. And these are very micro, simple things that I was able to do even in the midst of being surrounded by family 24-7 and not having my own space. I was still able to do these things. So my first tip was to be realistic and adjust my routines accordingly. So I knew while visiting California, I would not be able to do my typical morning routine like I do back home. And I mean, I probably could have if I really, really tried, but I also did not want to set unrealistic expectations and put a bunch of pressure on myself for not meeting it. So I made it a goal to simply do some form of journaling each morning and every evening whether that was a simple writing through things that I was grateful for or setting my intentions for the day or writing a simple affirmation as long as I did that one thing every morning then I felt good. I think that's really really important to keep in mind during the holiday season whether you're traveling or whether you have family visiting you or whether it's just a busy time in general you might not have the tools or the time that you would typically have during other times of the year, right? And so I wanted to be realistic with myself and set a realistic goal in terms of what I can do for myself every morning and every night. And for me, that was journaling. For me, it was really important that I prioritized even five minutes of journaling or something for myself, especially because... I was around family and friends literally 24-7 and for other people that might be an energy giver but for me who's very used to being in my own space and by myself a lot of the times although I love my family and friends that can be an energy drainer for me so I knew in order for me to be my best feel my best I needed to prioritize something I think it's really important if you are anything like me that you be realistic with what you can do and with what you have in terms of time and resources and adjust your routines and habits accordingly to whatever is going on in your life during this holiday season and my next tip is very very simple but extremely underrated and that is staying hydrated so this seems like such a simple tip and I don't know what it is about me but every single time I travel I go on vacation or there's just a lot going on in my life like visiting family or like the holidays for example I don't drink enough water I am always 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 dehydrated which is why I get which is why I get constipated and feel lethargic and bloated which I know is TMI but I'm just being honest and so this time around I made sure that I was staying hydrated all the time. I even set reminders on my phone to drink water and I made sure I had a flask and a bottle of water with me wherever I went whether it was to run errands with my mom, to go shopping with my cousin or 
even just going to my sister's room to relax, I always had water with me. And this time around, I did not experience any of the stomach issues that I typically do when I am traveling or visiting my family and staying hydrated made all of the difference. So my third tip in helping me stay balanced during the holidays is to find movement where you can. For me personally, movement wasn't a huge priority while I visited my family. Yes, it is important for me to move my body, but I didn't put as much pressure on myself to work out every single day, especially while being on holiday. So I was more focused on finding movement where I could. So that included doing activities with my family and friends that required lots of walking. For example, I flew in on Halloween day, I went trick-or-treating with my sisters, and I ended up walking about 10,000 steps. And I also did a lot of walking with my cousin and my mom, and I chose to book at least one workout class while I was back home, and honestly, that was more so I could visit the studio that I used to work at and see familiar faces, and of course, get a nice workout in. And then I also chose to walk to places as opposed to drive so for example when it came to picking up my sisters from school instead of driving there I I decided to walk and obviously these aren't like intense workouts but it helped me in feeling my best regardless I still found movement and was able to combine that with spending time with friends and family as well so it was a win-win situation and I think this is definitely something that I will choose to keep up regardless of what time of year it is or anything like that when I'm traveling or visiting family and things like that I definitely will keep this in mind of finding movement where I can and my fourth tip in staying balanced during the holiday season is to keep my eating habits similar to what they typically are so one of the things that has messed me up so much in the past was changing my eating habits drastically and not eating intuitively and I get it so much easier to stick to your eating habits when you're in your own space and you have all the things that you like to cook with it's a lot harder to stick to that if you are in someone else's space or if you're not even around a kitchen or something like that and while I was visiting home I did eat out more than I typically do in a week I back home I usually cook about six days a week and so I did eat out a bit more but regardless of what I was eating or where I was eating I still did my best to eat intuitively and mindfully so I did not restrict myself from enjoying pasta with my best friend or going to a nice restaurant with my family I still enjoyed those things I just did not allow myself to overindulge or not listen to what my body was telling me and I stuck to what I would typically eat at home or how I would typically eat at home. I did not move too far from that and I think that really helped me in not feeling so bloated or lethargic these are the four micro habits that I practiced while visiting family and these are habits that I plan on sticking to during the holiday season. I do plan on doing some traveling actually. I wasn't going to definitely have these habits and these tips in mind so that I can still enjoy my time, enjoy good food, but not feel horrible afterwards so I know these are super micro but I pinky promise they made the biggest difference during my trip and also afterwards. 
So now I kind of want to get into how I am preparing for the new year and here is my hot take on new years and the whole new year new me mindset. I think having that mindset alone can lead you to major disappointments and my perspective on why most people don't follow through with what they say they are going to do is because they haven't yet done the groundwork or the prep work that is required and I really do think some people believe that when you wake up on January 1st you're going to be a completely brand new different person without having made any changes internally and it just does not work that way unfortunately if it did we would all be where we desire to be we would all be living out our dreams but unfortunately we don't get to where we want to be without putting in the work first and nothing changes from December 31st to January 1st unless you've actually put in work prior and for the last few years now i've made it a habit of using the last quarter of the year to prep and prime myself for the new year and it's helped me so much in actually making progress every year and moving closer to my goals and becoming more and more like the person i desire to be and i do think i want to make a more dedicated episode or youtube video on prepping for the new year but for now these are some of the things that i've been doing and planning on doing that have really really helped me to prep for the new year and the first thing that I've been doing is I have a brain dump of notes on my notes app on my phone of things I want to do or accomplish for the upcoming year so I created a note section on my notes app and whenever I get an idea or a burst of inspiration to do something for the new year I've been adding it to this list and this isn't my official goals list or anything by any means it's just a way for me to keep track of all of the random thoughts and ideas that come to mind writing them down as they come to me is really helpful and ensures I don't forget about it because there are so many times where I get a really cool idea and I don't write it down and then I try to remember what my idea was and I just completely forget about it and can never remember so my plan is as we near closer to the end of the year I'll have more clarity from the journal prompts that I'm going to share with you today and clean up my list a little bit but basically I just like to have this list as a brain dump as my thought holder and worry about cleaning it up and getting clarity a little bit later but I definitely recommend doing this especially if you're someone who constantly gets ideas and thoughts and you have so many things going on in your head at a time having a brain dump section on your notes app is going to be so so helpful in one organizing your thoughts but also feeling less overwhelmed and less all over the place because you have one designated area where you have all of these thoughts and ideas Anyways, my second tip for how I'm preparing for the new year, which I haven't done yet this year, but it's something that I do every year, and that is journaling. So you guys know I love journaling. I journal when I'm happy. I journal when I'm sad. I journal when I'm inspired or stuck. So of course, I have some journal prompts to share with you. And the reason why I think it's important to journal for the new year is to help you understand what you truly want and so that your focus is clear on those things. For instance, like I was saying, my brain dump 
notes is huge right now and I know that some of the things I've written down might not actually be something that I want to focus on for 2023 or it might not even be something that I truly want but I just thought it was a cool idea and I know realistically I can only focus on a few things and give it my all so with these journal prompts it ensures that I stay aligned with the things that I actually want to focus on and I also think journaling is a great way to just check in with yourself and see where you are at if you're still aligned or on the path that you want to be on or if something has changed because you might have the same long-term goal that you've been working on for the last five years and come to realize that that's actually not what you want anymore so i just think journaling is a great mental and emotional check-in So when it comes to journaling for the new year specifically, there are two parts that I do. The first set of journal prompts are all about reflecting on the previous year. So if you've ever worked with me privately as a client or if you've listened to my older episodes, you know I emphasize the importance of understanding your starting points to be able to determine what the first steps should be. Many people make the mistake of setting goals and not properly preparing themselves to achieve those goals and they try to skip steps and they try to start at step 10 when in reality they're only at step 2. So before I even officially start planning for the new year or solidifying any of my goals, I like to reflect first I have a few year-in review prompts that I do. And just a reminder, as you are reflecting on your previous year, just because you didn't fully hit a goal does not mean you did not make progress or that you don't have anything to be proud of. I think progress is still movement forward. I know I have a few goals that I haven't quite hit just yet, but I also know that I'm much closer to that goal than I was at the beginning of the year. So if you have a goal that you haven't yet reached and you are still working towards, that doesn't mean that you have to scrap that goal. You can simply carry that goal on into the next year. So just some food for thought. So The first journal prompt that I like to do is make a list of all the things that I am proud of slash grateful for. I think this is a great place to start and I really like to give myself credit for all that I've accomplished. Again, even if I haven't fully achieved a goal, if I've even made any progress forward, I will include this in my list. And after I do that, my next journal prompt is I allow myself to grieve the fact that I dot 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 fill in the blank. So this is where I like to reflect on the things that maybe I didn't accomplish. So maybe this year didn't go as planned. Maybe it was a harder year than you anticipated and maybe you feel disappointed in some way. This is where you want to give yourself that space by allowing yourself to process the emotions that you feel around how this year went for you and what you experienced so that you can move through them. I think that's really, really important because if we don't allow ourselves to actually feel them and let them process, we cannot move past it. And so I think this is important. And honestly, when it comes to the things that maybe I didn't achieve or didn't accomplish, or if something didn't go how I planned, I like to take a it is what it is kind of approach. I know that there are some goals I did not meet because 
I know I did not put my energy and attention to it into it like I could have and I know that that's on me and that's on me to do better next time and then I also know there are other goals I did not meet simply because I need more time to reach them and it didn't happen in the time frame that I thought it would and that's okay too like I said earlier that just means I move that goal onto next year's list and then there are some goals where I set at the beginning of 2022 and they no longer aligned with what I wanted and I had to scrap that goal and that's okay too. As you are reflecting on what maybe you didn't accomplish or how this year went, keep in mind of the why behind why some goals didn't get met because that's also important to note where you need to hold yourself accountable and also where you need to just give yourself grace and space and just say it is what it is and I can try again next year kind of mentality. So my next journal prompt is if I could describe 2022 in a few words it would be fill in the blank. So this is where I like to think about what my biggest lessons and challenges were, what I experienced good and bad, and where I maybe experienced the most growth and transformation in my life and kind of based on these answers. I like to take those things into consideration and that usually helps me get clarity on how I can describe 2022 and also when it comes to this journal prompt I actually like to get very detailed in what I'm saying so I'm not just saying if I could describe 2022 in a few words it would be transformative or healing and then on to the next journal prompt I get very clear on why I am describing my year to be as such just so I can actually reflect on the things that I've gone through and the lessons that I've learned and the realizations that I've had. My next journal prompt is what beliefs or habits am I ready to let go of and what can I let go of right now to make space for something better? So this is where I get into any limiting beliefs, any unhealthy habits, maybe a relationship or a situation that I know is no longer serving me. I really like to think hard and think deeply when it comes to this question. And my next journal prompt is what am I taking with me into the new year? So think about the wisdom that you've learned this year, how you've grown, how you've evolved, and how that can help you coming into the next year. So for me, for example, some of the things that I intend on taking with me into 2023 is continuing cycle syncing my life. Cycle syncing has completely changed my life for the better in all ways and that is something that I want to continue doing for myself. I also plan on taking the friends that I have in my life right now. I love and adore every person in my life and I want to continue nurturing those relationships. I also want to bring in the new sense of confidence that I feel like I've developed over this year as challenging as it was. It really helped me to find confidence in myself and in my abilities to overcome anything that comes my way so I definitely want to take that with me and also knowing my value with working with brands and not settling for less than I think that I deserve that is something that I really learned this year and I definitely don't want to go backwards with that so that knowledge that I've learned with working with brands and what I should charge for my services and things like that is definitely something 
that I want to take into 2023 as well as embracing more of that slower living lifestyle. So this is something that I talked about at the beginning of this year, how I don't want to work more than I live and I want to embrace a slower living lifestyle and I feel like I really, really did keep that energy and I really did achieve that and now having stepped away from that toxic hustle culture and embracing this slower living lifestyle and having seen that I can still get things done and I can still achieve my goals and you know achieve great things I know that it's possible to put myself first to enjoy life more and still make progress with my goals so that is something that I definitely want to continue into the new year so those are the journal prompts that i like to journal on when it comes to my reflecting on the previous year now when it comes to the new year and the journal prompts that i like to use the first question that i like to journal on is by the end of 2023 or whatever year it's going to be by the end of that If everything can manifest in my favor, who do I wish to blossom into? How do I want to feel? And where do I want my life to be? So with this journal prompt, I like to dream big. I like to think big. I don't like to put any limits on myself. I don't like to be realistic. I like to let myself dream and envision. If I could have everything go my way, in 2023 what would that look like for me i like to give myself permission to be unrealistic to be delusional and to really tap into what i truly desire whether it's practical or not so again that's by the end of 2023 if everything could manifest in my favor who do i wish to blossom into how do i want to feel and where do i want my life to be So the next journal prompt that I ask myself is what areas of my life do I need to focus more on? And you can choose to focus on every area of your life. I've found over time that there are certain areas of my life that kind of maintain themselves. Like I don't really need to put that much energy or attention to because I'm doing well in those areas. And then there are other areas of my life that I actually have been neglecting. So for you, this could be every single area of your life or it could be specific areas of your life that you feel like you need to focus on. But with this question, I also like to ask myself, what goals can I set that will help me improve these areas of my life? So this is where you want to set specific goals for each area. And then I like to ask myself, what habits or steps can I take that will help me achieve these goals? So this is where you want to get very micro and think about the tangible things that you can do on a daily or a weekly basis that are actually going to help you achieve your specific bigger yearly goal so for example let's say that one area of your life that you want to focus on in 2023 are your finances so maybe your specific goal is you want to manage your finances better the habits or steps that you can take to help you achieve that goal is one educating yourself on finances and building a better relationship with money The second step you can take is creating a budget for yourself. And the third step is having a system set in place that helps you keep track of your finances, whether that's like an app or an Excel sheet that configurates all of your finances for you. 
And the next journal prompt that I like to do is what good daily habits do I want to pick up this year? So this can also fall into what area of my life do I want to focus on if you choose like your daily habits and things like that. But I like to get very specific on the daily habits that I like to practice and improve on there are some habits that maybe i do now that i'm like "Mm, i don't really need to do that anymore or that no longer resonates with me and there are other habits that i really really haven't ever tried to do that i'm interested in doing so this is a good journal prompt to kind of check in with where i'm at with my daily habits and what i want to add on or take away or improve on and my last question is what are my themes for 2023 And I like to leave this question last because I find that when I answer the previous questions, there's usually similar themes that pop up. Really take inspo based on your goals and your answers from the previous journal prompts. I just like to have these themes in mind that way when I am going throughout my year, I remember the main themes that I wanted to focus on for 2023. And also, I like to include these words in my vision board or my mood board as well as reminders of my main themes for the new year. So these are all of the journal prompts that I like to do when I am preparing for the new year and also reflecting on the previous year. So the third thing that I've been doing to help me prepare for the new year has been decluttering and purging. So I like to look at the end of the year as a time to purge and cleanse my space, my timeline, my life from quite literally everything that I do not want to take with me into the new year. So I've slowly begun this process. I've started unfollowing people on social media that I have no business following anymore. I already cleared out my kitchen cabinets and donated things that I had no use for. And I also have to clean out my bathroom drawers as well. I really like to nest during this time of the year and I'm very big on cleaning, organizing, and purging as much as possible. And the next thing that I do to help me get in the mood for the new year is making either a Pinterest mood board or a vision board. I'm very much a visual person and I love having my vision board in my office where I can see it every single day. So I like to do a real in-person or real physical vision board on poster and things like that and I also like to create a digital mood board on Pinterest. I am an avid Pinterest user so I like to have both. For me it's just fun to add photos and quotes that inspire me Uh, and sometimes I also create a mood board or a vision board on Canva as well and I'll use that as like my phone screensaver or my laptop screensaver. It really just depends but I'm very much a visual person and wherever I can place my mood boards and my vision boards I will do that. So I need like constant reminders everywhere but for me that's very very helpful and when it comes to actually creating my vision boards I really like to make an event out of it whether that's with my friends my boyfriend or even by myself I really like to set the mood before I actually do this I like to have good music good food and good vibes going on as I'm creating my vision board because I really believe that the energy behind everything you do is so so key so of course we want to feel inspired and excited as we are creating our new year vision board and the last thing that i've been doing to help me prepare for the new year is begin 
implementing new habits now i am a firm believer that you do not have to wait until the new year to start practicing new habits or making changes if there are changes you want to make begin the process now and that can be doing research or learning about something that you're wanting to change or gathering the tools and things that you might need or starting now to undo certain habits that you know will prevent you from reaching your goals. So I really think it's important to do the prep and groundwork now so that when the new year comes around, you're not riding solely on the new year momentum wave and then falling off of it a few weeks later. One of the areas that I really, really want to focus on in 2023 is my health and wellness. And I haven't created a specific goal just yet. Like I said, I still need to do these journal prompts myself, but I know that I want to elevate my health and wellness to a level that I've never been at yet and do things that I haven't done for my health and wellness yet. And one of those things that I want to do is to get actual testing done on myself so I can fully understand my body and what it needs and what its triggers are and where my hormone levels are at and all of that like I want to do a full body wellness testing on myself and so instead of waiting until the new year to figure all of this out and to start making these changes I am going to do the test now and get the information that I need now so I know where it is that I need to go from there don't feel like you have to wait until the new year you can start today you can start tomorrow you can start whenever you want and just know that if you really desire to see changes in your life and to reach levels that you've never been at you have to do things that you haven't done yet and you also have to do the internal work as well so these are the things that i've been focusing on these last few weeks and i think till the rest of this year this is kind of where my mindset and my energy is heavily focused on i'm just ready to prepare for 2023 i feel like 2022 was a very hard year but in the best way possible all of the challenges and things that i've experienced this year has led me towards growth towards being wiser and stronger more resilient and exactly where i am meant to be and even though it was really hard i know it was all for a reason and i feel like even though today is a very rainy day, I feel like the storm has passed and I'm understanding and I'm seeing now so clearly why certain things played out the way that they did or why I experienced the challenges that I did. Like I'm understanding fully now. And so that makes me really, really excited for 2022. I mean, 2023 and all that's to come. And I know that whatever comes my way, I have the tools, the resources, the strength, the faith, and the foundation to get through it. With that being said, I want to go ahead and end today's episode here. I really hope that you enjoyed these tips and these journal prompts and you apply them into your life to help you prepare for the best year yet and also help you achieve balance during the holidays and as a final reminder if you are interested in any of today's sponsors the links and codes to everything will be in the show notes as well as my instagram bio link everything is always there and if you are interested in more content like this one don't forget to subscribe to my youtube channel and follow me on my socials if you enjoyed this episode i would so appreciate if you could rate and review and and as always, until next time, remember to just glow with it.